Welcome back to Inside Columbia Basketball Podcast, presented by Vanderwater. Um, apparently, they pay us to say that. I'm Meg Rojas, joined by Kyle Matrician, who is in the Hudson, and Mike Kowalski, who is in front of Rosebud Hotel. Uh, he's motel. Been... Motel. Motel. Uh-oh. Sorry. Motel. I mean, yeah. do you watch? He's an extra for Schitt's Creek. Have you... I was going to say, at least you knew what it was from. <laughs> Um, this week we have Hannah Pratt, a junior on the women's basketball team, and we are joined by Josh, Pat, and Xavian from the men's team, and we are very excited. Spoiler, spoiler alert, Hannah Pratt um, talks about some maybe some cooking that we might not want to try, but it looks it's sort of appealing. It was pretty good. Surprisingly yeah. good. Surprisingly yeah. good. It looked all right. It looked yeah. okay. But how's everyone doing? Doing great, you know, yeah. surviving this uh, blizzard right now as we're recording on a Monday. The Hudson looks you... great right now, though. The Hudson me. looks uh, clear. Rosebud Hotel looks great. So, yeah. yeah. You never know. Blue skies. Never know. Recording never this on know. a Monday, going live on a Friday. So, yeah. Organized. I, I could I could set up like a camera outside and that could be my virtual background. Like there a you go. background of the yeah. snow falling and, and all of that. If you, if you wanted, Ro. Only if you wanted. I mean, it would be really great if we had a, a um, if we just cut to you right now and you were outdoors giving us like a weather, weather update. Report. Yeah. <laughs> you know, funny, funny you mentioned that, Ro. Funny you mentioned that. New segment. No, over the summer when we had the tropical system that came through, mm. and it was like really windy, I attempted to go outside. And report on the weather right as it was very windy and rainy outside because i was trying to be funny and (laughs) (laughs) and there were like tree branches down and everything and i (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i'll put this video up or not and (laughs) i came there's there's a driveway right over here and i came i was recording myself and i got into the driveway because i was going to go into the backyard and it was getting pretty windy and the neighbor's gate blew open like and like attacked me as I was walking with the phone and I I was I think I was recording and all of a sudden I was like look out (laughs) because the gate literally (laughs) almost killed me as I was trying to be funny outside so moral of the story is don't do that don't do that just don't I do not that this is a segue from your story but I do have a question for you guys how has it been for you um, when you say something funny on Zoom, Kyle, I know we've had a we've had a couple of issues with this in the past. <laughs> Thank you. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my my humor goes over much better on our Zoom meetings than it does on these podcasts. Just it's in tough. case you're it's watching, tough. listening. Well, I think it's because you you guys try when I when I give my jokes, you guys just give me the look and we have guys, to. It's yeah, a bit right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> It's my segment. That's what it is. We let you just suffer in that. But this morning, I I thought I said something like really funny in our staff meeting, like really funny. Like if we were in person, I felt like I would have delivered it well. And um, it just like it wasn't no one laughed. And I had like a moment. I was like, Zoom's tough. Zoom's tough. (laughs) Tough to read the room. It's really hard. Really hard. It's like a step above a text where you can't quite tell tone sometimes or an email yeah well and sometimes you try to tell a joke and you're on zoom so it looks like everybody's paying attention but 
just because they they're looking be. at the screen doesn't mean they're looking at you or listening to you when you're telling yeah. your joke and it just falls on deaf ears right and then you're just like yeah. half the people heard this and just don't think i'm funny no it's oh. true doom life struggles real stand-up comedian is a tough tough role okay we i actually like requested with our new team role that um because often like in our team meetings i'll go on mini rants that i find are funny and i just feel like people are laughing so i've now requested um when we do like team meetings not requested but we talked about this as a staff like everyone has to be on mute so you can hear your giggles it's important <laughs> you need to know all right, we're headed to part one of our two-part episode. So Hannah Pratt will join us next on Inside Columbia Basketball, presented by Vanderwater. So don't go anywhere. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heights. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandawater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. All right, welcome back to the Inside Columbia Basketball Podcast presented by Vandewater. Uh, this week, kicking off our episode is women's basketball junior Hannah Pratt joining us as all of our guests so far from basketball this year have from the house of Michaela Markham in Manasquan, New Jersey. Hannah, how's it going? Going, going great, I must say. I'm enjoying my time here being with the uh three of my teammates. Um, right now, the weather is quite terrible. So we're kind of stuck in the house. Uh, we're supposed to go to the gym today, but um, can't drive anywhere because it's too sloshy. But overall, good, good times. Yeah, I, you said that it, it's, it's interesting that the weather is like it's slushy and kind of a wintry mix for you right now, because Mike and I are not that far north of you. And it is just a whiteout blizzard outside right now. Yeah, it's actually, I don't even know if it's coming down right now. Um, it was it was really nice yesterday, um, but it kind of wore off Then the roads are slushy. Um, and it's more of like raining or hailing. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not used to, to snow. I, I, I'm from Florida, so. Yeah, you're from, <laughs> I like, like the from warm. Florida. Yeah. yeah, I like the warm. Days like today are making you miss Florida, I'm sure. Yeah, my mom told me she was at the beach today. So, you know, just trying to rub it in. She really did rub it in. Yeah. She really did rub it in. But before we came on, you did say uh, that yesterday, so Sunday, spoiler alert for anybody listening or watching, we're recording this on Monday. Happy Friday, by the way. You did say that when it was snowing yesterday that you guys went out and had a snowball fight. So please tell us. Please. Yes, I did. So um, I went out with, with a one of my teammates yesterday 
and uh, we were just goofing around. Um, and there was so much snow, which actually the past two years that I've been in the city, um, it's only snowed enough to where it has stuck one time and we were gone. So we haven't had any snowball fights, snowball fights. So she was outside and I was inside and I saw her out there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go throw some snowballs at her. Um, but I was in shorts, a t-shirt, no shoes. And I got yelled at for going outside in that. But it, like, <laughs> it, was just for, it was just for a second, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, but it was fun. I love snowball fights. Um, I, you love I snowball have, fights, as in how many have you participated in in your life? Being like, I think I've witnessed your first viewing of snow, possibly. Were we on, on the road? First view, oh, we, oh, where'd we go? In Wisconsin. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah that wasn't my first viewing like um so my family's from new york uh, my dad's from upstate and my mom's from long island so i've like seen snow plenty of times but like that was definitely the first time in a while and me and abby and hunter were all throwing throwing snowballs at each other because me and abby are the florida girls and we don't do that ever um yeah but yeah no that was fun i haven't that that's probably the last time i've thrown a snowball um but i i'd say i have a pretty good arm so it's fun for me to whip it at people. You do. We played dodgeball one year and you crushed. Did we? Did we? Was I there that year? I have played <laughs> dodgeball, but it wasn't with our team. Yeah, with Carrie. Were you not for that? I probably wasn't allowed to. I remember oh, you we played football injured. one time, but I was yeah. injured. and I was, You were injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really yeah. sad that I couldn't play. <laughs> yeah. Hannah's always yeah, really good that. at the games that wound up being played on road trips and whatever. What I remember is when we went bowling down in uh, Georgia and I didn't, I didn't have my own bowling ball. So <laughs> I just want huge problem for Kyle. It was a huge problem, but Hannah actually, what'd you bowl like a 170 something that first game, right? I have no idea. You that did. Was it was crazy. like, I remember because you beat me. That's why I remember. <laughs> that had to have been the best I've ever bowled in my life, but that was like the first sport activity I was allowed to do after I got injured. So I was like, so right. excited about it. And like, you know, obviously you got, you got to show out, but, uh, I haven't bowled since that day because I got made fun of afterwards because I was like trying to be, be humble, you know, but my, when I was trying to be humble, it came off as, Oh, I'm better than everybody. <laughs> so it had the opposite effect. Um, but maybe, maybe I'll be willing to go bowling again soon. Coach G was not I feel thrilled like... to lose to you in uh, in bowling that night. What'd you say? That Coach G was not thrilled to lose to you in bowling. No, night. she wasn't because I was talking. I was talking. <laughs> bowled, like she gets us. very competitive, and then because yes. uh... we we played ping pong at like on trips when we go to people's house houses, um, and I beat her in ping pong. So I was like joking around, talking crap because I didn't know if I was good at bowling or not. Um, so it ended up going <laughs> uh, going my way um but yeah she wasn't happy I feel like all of those sports are like things you very much enjoy oh 100 percent. love I like love water sports too oh like... yes scurfing like that's one thing I really miss about being in Florida is like going scurfing or wakeboarding water skiing tubing tubing is so fun <laughs> like if you don't fall off and scurfing is with water skis scurfing oh sorry I'm not uh, from this. Country. It's way to the northeast. <laughs> yeah, it's sorry, to the sorry, you uh, northerners don't know what I'm talking about. But scurfing, it's like water skiing, but with a surfboard. So you're not attached to anything. Um, 
Okay. You just have a surfboard and you just hold on to a ski rope. Um, so it's basically but your feet like, aren't like locked into the board at all. No. And you have how in the world do you how in the world do you stay on the board? Um, I just feel like you wouldn't have your regular surfing. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I guess. I guess. But when you're so. You said you're like not attached to anything. No. Like, so you're not being like pulled by a boat or anything. I am being pulled by the boat. Yeah, that's 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 how I that's why I'm like, how are you staying? Because like when you're surfing, like I feel like you know you're going, but you're not going that fast, and the board is much bigger, right? Yeah. But when you're on like a skateboard, I don't know. I just feel like it. I mean, it's like on. it's really hard to get up, um, because you like you got to do it. You start out um, horizontally, and then you have to turn it. Okay. Um. So it's like kind of hard to start, but once you're up, it's basically like you're just surfing. Um, gravity. And like some people, I've never done this, but like you can let go of the rope and just ride the the wake of the boat. But I've never done that. Um, but it works. I don't know how it works, but uh, it works just being towed by the boat. You have to like dig into the water because otherwise, yeah. it's just gonna yeah, like you kind of yeah. yeah. It's just gonna go out. From Mike the knows. Mike's Mike's a no. I don't know. Prospect. No, it's not so at all. Like highly, highly recommend. It's so fun. Well, you guys, uh, we've had other guests in the house, as I've mentioned on the podcast so far. And I don't know if you, did you partake in the trip where uh, Michaela and Sienna went skydiving? Were you on that as well? No, I was not on that trip. Um, funny story. I've always wanted to go go skydiving. Um, but so they, they actually, they called me and they're like, hey, um, cause I was, I was, wait, 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 give, hold on before, cause this is the best part to the story. Give everyone a better understanding. If they didn't listen to Michaela Markham's, um, they went on a trip together, her and Sienna, and then they saw a sign and they were like, let's go skydiving. Yep. And then you come into the scene. Okay. Yes, you want me to say all that? Thank you. So I just did it for you. No, she did it for you. This is a, this is not, <laughs> yeah, I did it for you. not an edit. You are rolling. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all I, you. Say all that. <laughs> yep. We're now on the listeners. Are you in the same? They're here. <laughs> yes. They're following. Yeah, they are. We're all here. We're good to go. <laughs> okay. So I was I was in Georgia at the time because I'm I'm actually um, doing a gap year this year, and uh, so I'm taking a year off of school um, just because you know the season was canceled and all that. So I was working in Georgia with my cousin. So I get a phone call from Michaela and Sienna, and they're like hey, we're going skydiving tomorrow, which no, I'm, I'm all about skydiving. I would love, I've always wanted to go. I just haven't yet. And they were like, so we're not telling our parents. So if we die, you have to tell them for us. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, no, please tell your parents. They didn't end up telling their parents. So I, uh, they, they, they left that on me, but luckily they ended up having a good time and survived. Um, Did you but- end up telling their parents? They did tell their parents the next day. They just didn't. Oh, okay. They didn't want to tell them beforehand. Yeah, they didn't want to tell them. They wanted to scare them. There's no. There's. It's unnecessary. Worried and not be able to yeah. sleep. So, like I slept perfectly fine that night. Wasn't Were there a time, a timeline that they said, if you don't hear from us by like by four p.m. Time? If you don't yeah. hear from wow. us by four p.m., text our parents. Did and like I texted them by four p.m. Yes, they texted me. <laughs> I texted them at like at like one or two and I was like hey you guys alive and they, were, they said yeah so it, it, it worked out but uh put a lot of pressure on me because I would not want to deliver that news 
I felt like Hannah was like somehow going to have been invited on the trip and then backed out and then found out that it took a whole different turn from what nope, I nope, nope, yeah. Where yeah. I, was going. I remember when Sienna told me that story and I was dying laughing at the thought of them being like, yeah, let's tell Hannah. <laughs> Why she me of all people? Us. Why me of all people? I don't know. I mean, I slept they knew Because they knew you were all about skydiving. So that's yeah, why I mean, you I am. were going to be fine with it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. You weren't going to try to talk him out of it or anything like that. But and that's, no, how, I didn't got in, that's take... how you got invited to live in the house this year. Yeah, definitely. I'm, <laughs> I'm chill. Go, go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> so chill. <laughs> so chill. You, you can take chill. anything from this podcast. Hannah is chill. Remember that. <laughs> chill. Super chill. <laughs> yeah, other, my other teammates might refute that, but... They're not, they're not around you right now. Yeah, exactly. So I can say whatever I want. Although sometimes yeah. when we yeah. have recorded with Sienna and Michaela, I have seen some heads in the background, but not, not today. Where's everybody today? Let us know. Um, not outside, I guess. Not outside. Michaela and KD are in class and Sienna, she, she might be doing her internship, but I think she had a meeting this morning. So she's probably taking a nap. Okay. Good to know. Sorry. I, like the, I, like I to love how CBC now. Sleepy C is going to stick. Um, I I love that every interview the past three weeks has been in front of this mirror. Yeah, like, this is this the studio? The Jersey that's studio? That's a mirror? <laughs> I thought that was a, that, I thought that was a window. No, that's, whole, yeah. no, it's I a, I thought it was like a window. No, into, I'm like, no, I, no, 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 like, I thought it was no, a Kyle. room. I thought that was another room back there. That's no, what I thought. That mirror. would be a really Jersey thing to have, but no. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mirror. I'm so um, dumb. Sorry. No, yeah, I think like the spot to be for sure. I think when we roll uh, through this cruise, you guys should take a picture of that background and make it everybody else's Zoom background, so everybody yes, can like it's, everybody's it's just in the everybody's in the house. in in, in Markham House. That's a virtual background. I do want to. I want to bring up a popular subject that has been brought up uh, on our podcast, and that is your mom's zucchini bread. My mom's oh, zucchini yes. bread. Oh, Rojas, Rojas can talk about this. I just make it. Everybody well, else. She's talked about it already, but we oh, need to on... actually hear from the source of the source, I guess. What do you want to, what do you know? On your mom's zucchini no. bread. I want to know how is it made? I want to know the details. Do you, do you know? Have you yeah. made it before? He's trying to get the recipe and you don't need to give it to him. <laughs> oh. You don't want to. Yeah. That's what we should that's what, that's what he's doing. Segment. That's why he had you on. Yeah. Because you're a good basketball player. Just for my zucchini recipe. When I when I went to Coach Gene, I was like, we should have Hannah on this week, you know? I think it'd be cool because she's been in the house. Really, I want the zucchini recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I've just yeah. talked about it so much. Yeah. I've heard about it twice. I really need to know. <laughs> I've never given you any. No, I've had the zucchini bread. Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say, dang, I don't I'm know if you hurt. did. Your your mom gave me some zucchini yeah. bread. I don't know if you so, every time my mom comes up, she'll bring some type of baked good. Um, but I I also bake. I've been I made some banana bread muffins yesterday. Um, because we were trapped in the house and we we're like, what are we gonna do? Um, so I made some muffins. Those are almost gone now because they're so good. They're so good. That's that's definitely my specialty. Um but I know Rojas really likes the zucchini bread. So I made that for her Love. a little while ago. Um, but it's super easy. You gotta, I don't know why. So we, we, I make banana bread, pumpkin bread and zucchini bread. And the zucchini bread is by far my favorite. Um, so good. 
I don't know why. Like chocolate chips. Yeah, you have to have the chocolate. Have the chocolate chip. Yeah. Um, but like still waiting on the recipe. I'm still you waiting. Know, We're beating around the bush right maybe, now. Maybe when we stop on the edge I'll, of my seat. I'll I'll send you the recipe after this. Don't, don't give it to him. Part, <laughs> no, don't. come on. I, all right, you don't have to give the exact recipe. You know. I don't know the measurements. By, okay. Well, there you go. I mean, by that's really heart, but um i don't need to know when we, we were playing <laughs> what when we were doing double headers it was the best i would go down to the game on a friday night come back to my office do all the things i needed to do after a game and then every time we had a home game there would be a nice slab of not even a slab like an individual loaf i guess is it, yeah. is it a loaf like a little mini loaf on my desk and i'd be like yes dinner i'd have some and then i'd go back to my apartment get home really late maybe actually have real dinner and then i'd wake up maybe a little late like i need to be there earlier and i would be like i don't have any food here breakfast hannah pratt's mom's (laughs) zucchini bread just toast a little bit a little coffee it's amazing highly recommend i have sign up to have some delivered to my house yeah you, you you can is there like a website um i mean i could create one real quick because it's a hot commodity i must say people keep asking hannah i think this is what your side hustle should be (laughs) it's so much work though but like it is and like you have to buy the ingredients but i see this for you be a baker come up with a great like actually i was thinking of working for a bakery but maybe i'll just be my own baker i could do that i I could totally do that Are you big into Food Network yeah. and British Bake Off? Um, funny you say that because we were watching Great Great British Bake Off. British Bake Off, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called. I'm actually not really into that. <laughs> um, but Sienna is really, really into it and knows like, oh, she's like on this season, this person wins and does all this. She's watched every single season. Wow. Um, so we were watching that last night. Um, but I'm not like a. I have a hard time sitting still, so I like can't really watch many shows or movies. Um, but I did enjoy it, although I'm not a huge fan of British accents, so I got kind of annoyed. You're <laughs> not a fan. Not. Wow, a fan. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that. Uh, yeah, like certain people, okay, but overall, not my favorite. Well, why don't you tell everyone what you guys did on Friday? With you guys did a nice little. I don't know what you called it. Uh, so we did our own version of Chopped. Um, yes. We had two judges. Idea. And then so me and Sienna were on a team. And then Michaela and her friend were on a team. And um, we did an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. Um, Katie was the judge. And Katie picked, um, you had to have Fruit Loops in your appetizer. You had to have blueberries in your entree, and then you had to use almonds in your dessert. Those were the secret so, ingredients. What'd you say? Those were the secret ingredients. Yeah, those were the yeah. secret yeah. ingredients. And then we got, we could use whatever was in the house, but then we got a $20 limit to buy extra things at the store. Um, so like spices and stuff we had in the house. Um, but so Sienna and I were on a team. So we were graded on plating use of the ingredient and then also on flavor and our plating only got a little bit better and I thought our plating was fantastic but you know I'm gonna let that slide we still ended up winning um Anna before you finish new for the podcast this year we are on video 
Oh, we so are. They, oh, can, cool. they can see. So the should pictures. I pull up? Should I pull up the the pictures? Send no, send them the, send oh, us the picture. Oh, okay. No, oh, here it is. Rojas already has. Oh, Rojas. she's had it up. Okay, so what do we got okay, here? What do we got? So that was our first Fruit Loop encrusted chicken tenders with honey barbecue sauce. Look, isn't that beautiful? I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Actually, so that's what I was saying. Is like I thought it was going to be absolutely disgusting because okay. why would you put Fruit Loops with chicken? Yeah. But it ended it's up like Fruity Pebbles. Really good. Yeah, because we crushed it. Crushed up. Maybe that's what yeah. Fruity Pebbles are, just crushed up Fruit Loops. Yeah. Exactly what so, they are. <laughs> huge revelation so, here. <laughs> it, yeah, it ended up being a lot. A, Fruit Loops and a honey barbecue sauce too. It's just yum. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that was that was even cool. katie's i would say katie can be kind of picky and she even enjoyed it so okay okay um, so what did, what was course two what i mean or do you want to show us what yeah, else show, i just sent rojas the pictures um okay, so okay. Here's right. number two i'm gonna get on the screen here in a second okay course two was um dang i should have known that we were shown before but so course two is a pan seared pork well hannah we only assume that you've watched the previous episode oh, oh obviously, obviously. I, I like to just listen to them though okay okay <laughs> so yeah course two was a pan seared pork with blueberry compote and roasted potato rounds topped with green beans and so our plate okay, okay. for I this they were like, I did, like this is this is solid it's legit it's legit mm -hmm. yeah. so our plating we got a five out of five for this because they said it looked straight out of a restaurant which i was i was proud of um but the pork with the blueberry was one of the best things that like i'd eat it at any time it was so good like so so good um it's more like a dessert almost than a uh like kind a, of yeah so we like got a little bit of gonna make it pretty sweet yeah we got a little bit of points off um because there were like too many blueberries on top and then the potatoes weren't great with the blueberry sauce so but that. the plating looked nice so that made up for it all right all right i do have a quick question now i don't know if you can see my mouse but these was it the plating now uh -huh. um these white this non filled area was done on purpose yes wow no great it work wasn't. it wasn't like a one <laughs> no, eye no, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't i was gonna oh, ask yeah. if that was a sauce or just the plate it's it's kind of like an abstract you know you when you when you drizzle the sauce or the i guess yeah, compote I could, yeah. on there you kind of just let it form into its own shape. yeah you just let it be it's yeah, yeah let it be exactly we weren't sure how it was gonna look but it ended up looking quite fabulous all right course two. number dessert. three and then yeah so for dessert we um we did a amaretto cookie with raspberry and almond oh, butter swirl so we about it was this. kind of it was kind of the ice cream was kind of a play our plating wasn't as good for this because the ice cream was kind of melting but um there's a good drizzle on yeah that. yeah that wait great. so you had an ice cream maker at the house no, no, we oh. just bought some ice we just cream. Bought some ice cream. Oh, I was to say. Yeah, we bought ice cream, but Solid. what we did is we did like a play on a peanut butter and jelly, and because the the we needed to use almonds in the in the dessert, so we put almond butter and uh, some raspberry jam in it, and like mixed it up like Cold Stone style, how they like, plop it on the counter. Yeah. And, like, oh. that. 
Um, and then the the cookies have almond uh, extract in them. Um, it was really tasty, I must say. The ice cream, like I'd eat that anytime, but it was like a little too melty. So we got some plates, we got some points off for that. Um, but like I said, we ended up winning in in the end. And the, the other team had some, we were, we were all just trying everything. What was the final um, tally? Do we have a final tally of uh, Katie's was- judging here? It so, was, sorry, I, go over the teams again. It was you and... And Sienna, Sienna. and then Kayla and her friend. Um, so we ended up only winning by 0.5, which, yeah, it was 69.5 to 69. Okay. Oh. And what, what was each category out of? How many could you get uh, in each category? Did you do, like, the, all three and then overall? Or how many points could you win in each round? How many I points? Had, so we had two judges. Yeah. Because um, Mary was here as well. Um, but so we had two judges, and each right. round was five, 15 points, so 30. Oh, so 30 between the two judges. I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Gotcha. And then yeah. Yeah, that so, would be like if you were if you got 15s by both judges for every single dish, then that'd be 90. Yeah, yeah, that would be super That's, hard to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. I respect the fact that you won with what was your final score? 69.5 to 60. Yeah, so I respect the yeah. judging here. The judges yeah. were real judges. They didn't just they were give, really hard on us. Yeah. They were like low key too hard on us because we're amateurs. Now, did you win with the dessert? Were you trailing or did no, you hold so off with the dessert? We lost with the dessert. We would have lost if. Um, because we won the first two rounds. Okay, so um, you were ahead. You had, you had won, a lead. Yeah, we won both rounds by a point. Okay. Um, we were up two points going into the third round, and then we only won by half of a point. Um, not that our dessert tasted really good, but it was the plating, and um, they said they couldn't really taste the almond, but that was – we had the most almond in, in – like we use the ingredient the most in the dessert because we had almonds in the cookie. We had uh, almond butter in the cookie. We had almond extract in the, in the glaze. So we use like a lot of almond flavor. So I'm surprised that it wasn't overpowering actually. So well, next time you do that, we would love to be judges. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> I'm glad you said it, you know, cause if I said it, you just would have said something to me about food again. And I didn't even bring up the food this time. No, you did bring up the food. You started. Oh, you're right. Process. I did. You you're did. Right. You're right. <laughs> but I didn't oh, bring man. this up. I didn't know that this is where it was going to go. I mean, it all Surprise. looked great. Truthfully, I don't know about course number one, but I did think everything else looked good. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you know, I think I'm, it's hard in course number one that the secret ingredient was Fruit Loops. I mean, but on the other side of things, I thought getting almonds for dessert is kind of like you easier. Know, it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a really tough. Tough one to so incorporate. Fruit Loops for I'm like, what are you gonna do? Like make Fruit Loop waffles or something? I had no idea. So like, so that was funny. Me and Sienna were talking about it. Is the our competitors took a whole different route. They made what did so what did they make? They made a muffin, a Fruit Loop a muffin. Fruit Loop muffin. Um, okay. was actually, really, it was really good. Okay. Um, they lost points on plating, um, well, but and they put. Way. Greek, Greek yogurt and some honey on top. I thought it was absolutely delicious. Um, so they took appetizer more of like a snack because it's Fruit Loops. So they went mm-hmm. sweet. 
a, a sweet route. Yeah. We were like, oh, appetizers. Like, no, I respected savory, your, yeah. I respected your yeah. like fine dining route. Yeah. Fruit, so we, we were, fruit loops can be. Yeah. We didn't take the safe route, but it ended up turning out well for us in the, in the long run. Got to risk it for the biscuit. Yes. <laughs> or in this case, the fruit loop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How did you guys cook at the same time together? Like, was there a time limit? Yeah, so we did like 45 minutes for each round. Okay. Um, were you used like, you guys were using like the same kitchen while you were cooking or? Yeah, but it ended up being fine. Um, we like prepped and we were using, like we went totally different routes pretty much okay. every time, but we have two uh, ovens, which, which is nice. Um, so oh, using okay. one oven, they I was would... gonna say that would be pretty difficult. Yeah. especially with the entree portion yeah yeah because they yeah they made a chicken um so we both needed to use the oven at the same time but um it, it ended up being fine how many dishes did you guys have to clean after this was all done too many so um actually it like Overall, there were a lot of dishes because we would use a different plate for every meal that we would serve the judges. Um, but like, was there just went... one judge? Wasn't it just Katie? Yeah. Oh no, you said there was Katie and somebody. Yeah, else. two, two judges. Um, so we used those plates, but then also we obviously used a bunch of pots and pans and stuff and sheets, uh, sheet trays. But we have. A, um, I hope we have a dishwasher. If we have two ovens, we have to have a dishwasher. There is a dishwasher. So I. I loaded up the dishwasher and like we had some time in between. So like while our stuff was cooking or baking in the oven, the, the chicken was the only thing we needed to do. We made our sauce, but like I had time while the chicken was cooking and I'm the type, like I don't like to save things for after um, I cook. So I clean as I cook. So um, got a lot of it done. So it ended up not being too bad afterwards. Like we weren't there for an hour cleaning dishes. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. My wife and I have lived without a dishwasher for, or we did live without a dishwasher in this apartment for a year and a half. And then we finally bought a countertop dishwasher, which I didn't even know was a thing. But literally Never heard of it, that. Sits, it sits on a countertop. It's pretty big. It's like a big cube. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll, it's changed, changed our lives. Needed it so bad. I would, I would be standing because I am not like you and I can't do dishes while I cook. And it would be like, 11 p.m. midnight and I'd be the sink is full of dishes and I would just stand there for an hour and do dishes and it was the worst yeah no I I hate that so I try <laughs> to get done in the, in the meantime Kyle you got me thinking about the dishes in my sink right now that I need to do after I get off this call sorry man I'm looking at my sink right now <laughs> from this view that I have of the Manhattan skyline you know <laughs> the Statue of Liberty wow great window you have there it is i'm surprised you don't have like even my like small apartment has a dishwasher it's like no this is the old kitchen it like if i showed it i'll show you i'll send you pictures after you can just tell the cabinets it's all i don't i'm not complaining it's just an older kitchen just it wasn't originally built with a dishwasher and there was never one built but i I, um this is the sid house we're talking about this is the SED. this is the sid house (laughs) Yeah, the hype house for SIDs. This is where we just uh, content. (laughs) You guys just create content. When the game's over, we're like hype house to write our story. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) SID house. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think Hype House you said is a TikTok thing. I actually don't yeah. TikTok, so neither do we. We just go don't what? I don't have TikTok. How do you associate with Megan Rojas? Yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, she was cool before TikTok. <laughs> before TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had good friends before. Um, yeah, yeah. People liked me before we got Columbia Women's Basketball TikTok famous. If I were have to you, meet her now, I don't know, though. Have you, have you, have you <laughs> the made fame got to me. <laughs> have you made a TikTok video, though, even though you don't have TikTok? I have been in TikToks. She's on our page, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm more interested in has she like made, like purposely made TikTok videos with her friends? Uh, I never initiate. Even though she doesn't have a TikTok. I mm. never initiate, but if they're like, yo, get in this video, I'll get in it. It's, it's whatever. But I don't usually participate. Same, same, you know, people ask me to be in TikToks. <laughs> I'll just get in it. <laughs> Kyle just edits them in the SID house. He in just kind of like, the he's house. the man behind <laughs> the scenes. Exactly. <laughs> That's his role. What is um, the latest like TikTok rage? I've been seeing something on other social media. Like, is there like a new like dance move or something, Ro? Um, God, I, I like, I'm not that hip. I think I'm just hip enough no, to be able to talk about this. On, no, you can't, you can't um, lay yourself down like that. You have a <laughs> professional's guide to running a TikTok channel. Right, right. Um, I, there's a lot, there's a lot. It's, just, it's more because people have nothing else to do these days. They're just out here making, making TikToks, you know? So I, I can't speak to a specific trend right now, but I the only I'm sure TikTok, you guys will do it big and that's the only house. the only TikTok I ever thought about making and I hope actually this doesn't make the podcast um was <laughs> we one of our cats loves to eat just loves to eat all the time and will like he knows when it's dinner time and he'll just start meowing right and then we put him in the other room we literally have two bedrooms the reason we have two bedrooms is because we need a second bedroom for this cat in particular or he will not let us sleep <laughs> oh swear. man so we Sounds put him like in the baby. other bedroom it literally shut the door and then he'll like paw at the door and meow and the only tiktok i ever thought about making was him begging for dinner and meowing to akon's locked up they won't let me out <laughs> That was my oh, that was my brilliant my. TikTok idea that that could go viral. Yet, that could go viral. They just got to get like the right shots of our cat like meowing for dinner and time it up, locked up. Kyle, I do actually think, and Hannah, I, I'm not sure you know about know this. We can send you the video. There is something that you have done that could be a TikTok phenomenon, like could be a like a trend. I would say you could be a trendsetter, and Me that would Hannah. be you. Kyle, if you're listening, this this summer, this guy, Kyle, ran. Oh my God! By a speed, what are those called? A radar for yeah, cars. Speed radar yeah. sign. Yeah, speed the one that tells you how fast. See how fast. See how fast I can run. Yeah. And it's one of the fun, more funny videos <laughs> I've seen in my entire life. I laughed. It was more. It was funny because of how 
bad my form was at running. How was how was your speed though? I got to ten, I think, right? Didn't I? Oh, it detected. Oh yeah, detected me. Yeah, nice. He looks at his wife and he goes, "You ready?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he just takes off. <laughs> and cars are honking at him. It's no, seriously. No, I car honked at me in the video. I, don't think. I, tell I would you love after. to see this video. I would love oh, to see man. it. I'll put it, it up on the screen right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. We'll see. We'll oh, see. Man. If it's up on the screen right now, that's because I got brave. Oh, man. <laughs> I got, got brave. All right, Hannah. I don't have it anymore. Well, we've taken up enough of your time, so we won't let you, you know. We've, we've, we're now we're just socializing with each other, so I guess we'll let you go. All um, right, cool. We, we appreciate you coming on. That was uh, Hannah Pratt Jr. from the women's basketball team from Boca Raton, Florida. But as all of our guests have been this year in uh, Studio Markham in Manasquan, New Jersey. So uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll be joined by some of the first years from the men's basketball team. So stick around. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great-tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Welcome back, everybody, to part two of Inside Columbia Basketball, presented by Vanderwater. We've got uh, some of the new class of Columbia men's basketball players. Uh, so we're joined by Josh Odinobu and Patrick Harding and Xavier McLean. So guys, thanks for taking some time today between uh, classes today. Um, so we're gonna let the Columbia fans uh, get to know you a little bit. This is your kind of second introduction. We did the press release and everything and social media posts in, over the summer, but uh, give the fans a little bit of a chance to, to get to know you a little bit better since we're unfortunately not on the court right now. So I'm gonna start with Zay actually, because this is not your first podcast. Is that correct? Do you wanna tell Tell people a little about what you got going on. Yeah. Um, so 
probably around, I want to say April of 2020, I started my own podcast. Um, kind of as like a, like a quarantine, like, like keep time, like try to keep myself busy, like during quarantine. And ever since then, man, it just kind of stuck with a lot of people and I just been continuing it. Um, it's been going great. Um, it's called Truly Talks. It's available on Anchor and Spotify. So um, if any of you guys want to go check it out, um, you can reach out to me or reach out to Mike and um, he'll let you guys know about it. But yeah, I do have a podcast, man. It's going quite well. Nice. So uh, now that we kind of got that out of the way, uh, let's let's just kind of go around the room and have everybody tell everybody a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, um, and what made you come to Columbia. Uh, Patrick, obviously, we'll, we'll go to you next because you're you're going to transfer from Bryant University, so you got you're a junior right now and uh, transferred in. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, I'm originally from Connecticut, uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. Went to high school. Um, in Connecticut, and then I ended up going to Bryant uh, University, which is in like around Providence, Rhode Island. So I was there for two years, and I thought it would be a good good time to change and move. And I was lucky enough to end up at Columbia. I wanted to originally like this was one of my favorite schools out of high school, so I thought it was a wild um, like a coincidence that when I decided to transfer, they called, and I was like, ah, just jumped right on it. It's just such a great place to go to school. And I think it's going to be fun to be in the city. Josh, let's go to you next. Um, I'm Josh. I'm from, I'm originally from Laurel, Maryland. And um, I originally wanted to go to Cornell, but when I came whoa, to- Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Bad start. That's Bad start. start. Redeem yourself. <laughs> nah, so Cornell was my, Cornell was my first official visit. So after I seen him, I was kind of whipped on them. I, I, I low-key didn't even want to visit Columbia. And then my mom made me come to Columbia and visit. And then once I got here, I automatically knew like the setting, you know, the Ivy League, the basketball, it was, it was, it was too good of an opportunity to pass up. So. All right. He redeemed himself. For us. <laughs> he redeemed himself, I guess, I guess. Not great Hon for Brian Earl, great for Jimmy. I'm to circle back. Uh, I wanted to let everybody get through before I ask any questions. Um, Zay, since you host a podcast, tell me, and I want to see if some of your answers match up with uh, what I think or what maybe what Mike thinks. But like, what have you like in in learning how to host a podcast? Like, what do you what what do you feel like you've learned most? Like the the number one thing that you're like, I've learned that I've got to do this during podcasts and be better at this. Um, for me, articulation really, and like delivery. Um, because you're speaking to like an audience and you don't know who the audience could possibly be. It could be someone that you don't know that just decided to tune in. You wanna make sure you're like talking and you're saying things that can be like, you're saying it in a, in a way where it's clear and it's not any way anybody can take it like offensive, derogatory. You don't wanna say anything like that. But at the same time, you also want somebody to feel tight welcome. You don't want it to be too formal. You want them to be able to kind of like put their shoulder down and relax and be able to listen to it and not feel like they're in like a lecture. So I just think delivery, presentation, and articulation are like the, the main things that I really like put emphasis on. Oh, also in um, comfortability as well, so. Yeah, I feel like uh, Mike and I talk about this when we're not on the air, but I guess this is a good podcast to talk about it while we are on the air, yeah. is um, I feel like sometimes, and I feel like I've gotten better at this, so hopefully I have, is... <sighs> 
not continuing when I'm trying to ask a question to like ramble on around, beat around the bush on the question for uh, a million years before I finally spit the question out. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I feel like I've improved there somewhat. And then uh, secondly, uh, like knowing your topics and knowing what you want to talk about when you get when you jump topic to topic and doing those transitions, like even if it seems hard while you're while you're recording a podcast, even if it seems like my next question has nothing to do with what we just talked about, just like having talking points to go to when you're kind yeah, of like, recording. I think I've been thinking with with mine. I don't really, I don't really rehearse because like when I like when I do mine, I want mine to be as like organic and authentic as possible. And you like, don't rehearse I, either. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, because but, I feel like you know. Sorry to interrupt you, but like I feel like when you talk to people before you start interviewing and try to get an idea, like the the best answers come out when you're not even recording. Sometimes, right? Like, like this conversation yeah, like, right here. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So we're sharing uh, tricks of the trade here. So Pat and Josh, have you been on Zay's podcast yet? Uh, no, uh, I think we just lined you up as guests, though. <laughs> I think that's what just happened right here. Zay's gonna hire us to be uh, on his on his podcast team. Yeah, you know, maybe one day. <laughs> he didn't even give me a straight yes for the for the for the fun of it. He was just like, eh, maybe I don't know you well enough. <laughs> so, all right, so we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, you know, again, nice we, transition, nice hard transition right there. We See, are. that's what we're talking that's about. Talking that's about. what we're talking but about. We only have like a half hour and we want to, we want to talk about other things too. So that's true. That's uh, true. Again, you know, I don't want to, you know, keep beat, ha hammering home on this, but you know, we are not playing this year and a lot of Columbia fans haven't seen you play yet. So let's with this basketball podcast, as Kyle likes to say, uh, tell everybody a little bit about your game and your style and what you, you're planning on bringing to the table uh, for next season. Uh, Josh. Um, like I'm, I'm like a six, six, like wing forward. Um, I'm a big energy guy. So I like, I like to make hustle plays. I like to play defense. I like to grab rebounds. I like to dunk. I like to, I like to do all the stuff to like bring energy to, to the team. Like I like kind of like playing like the glue guy type of role in the team, you know, I do the intangible stuff that not everybody likes to do. That's how I describe myself, 6'6", six, six, wing forward, too, when I play. <laughs> yeah. Not you're, you're at all. A, you're definitely a glue guy, though. I, glue it, guy. it can be the glue guy. I can be okay with being the glue guy. I mean, 5'7", I like to dunk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> On seven-foot rims. <laughs> On seven-foot rims, that's right. <laughs> Playing with my five-year-old nephew, that's right. Uh, how about you, Zach? Um, um, describe my game kind of well. I'm a guard, point guard, shooting guard. I can play both. Um, downhill guy, kind of like Josh, like I said, I'm a big energy guy, very, very big on just being hype, getting everybody hype, trying to be enthusiastic as possible. Hopefully, like my personality on the court, um, I'm always um, looking to make it contagious again, um, upon my teammates. Um, and I just, I just like to get buckets and. That's that's really that's really my game. I like to get buckets, but also when it time comes, you know, you got to get your teammates involved because you need them throughout the season, and um, we hope to really get right. And Pat, we know a little bit about you from your time at Bryant. Uh, you know, you're kind of a rebounding machine. Uh, we're second in the nation in rebounds per forty minutes uh, last season at Bryant. So tell us a little bit more about your game besides getting after it on the glass. Oh uh, yeah. I mainly my only role at Brian was just to go get rebounds and 
make some layups here and there. But um, having to enjoy my – I think the best part of my game is I'm a very good passer. Um, I like getting other people involved. I think it's, it's more fun. I'm not really the most athletic guy, so I'm not going to go up and dunk on somebody. But I think it's fun to make that pass. That's, like, my favorite part of nice. playing. And then I've been trying to improve my shooting, which is I think is the biggest um, place to improve and, like, to help this team. And so, yeah, that's what my focus has really been on, like, the last six months. Pat, since you've been a freshman before, what is something you feel like you can share with the other two freshmen on the call right now about, like, that you've gone through as a freshman that you feel like is good advice? Um, probably just, like, know your role. Like, there's not – very few freshmen, like, come in and play and they're the best or better players on the team. And I think a lot of people, like, try to do that, which is great. But when you get into the game, it's – you want to know why you're out there because you don't want to lose that. You don't want to go out and kind of be like a rogue player. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm explaining it well. You want to do what the coach wants you to do when you're on the court. And that way you can stay out there for longer. I think that was, that's why the only reason why I was really successful at Bryant was because I was told to go get rebounds. And I happened to do that pretty well. And, Pat, one more follow-up for you. You actually were able to play against Columbia in 2019-20. What was that experience like? What did you think about playing Columbia when uh, last season? Well, we played them both years. We played them my freshman. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We got smoked my freshman. I think we lost like 20, something like that. The kid that uh, – one of the shooters, I think he went to like USC or something. Had, must have uh, made like Quint, seven yeah. – yeah, he must have made like seven threes. But then last year we played them at Bryant and we won on a – game-winning dunk at the buzzer, which was very wild. And, sure, Mike uh, remembers this. I do. Yeah. I mean, it was unfortunately kind of a handful of games where we led uh, kind of yeah. – it was a little bit back and forth, but we led a decent amount and had yeah. like maybe a five-point lead with a couple minutes to go and couldn't hold on at the end. So Yeah, that was a, that was a wild game. But um, it, it has good. a much happier memory of that game yeah. than uh, <laughs> anybody else will in this, that, we, that we interview. Yeah. For sure. And so, what are sorry, Kyle? I'm gonna keep going for one more time. Okay, that's good. Um, good. What's what is a few things you've been working on to kind of sharpen your skills to get ready for next season? I mean, Pat talked a little bit about the shooting, but how about for Josh and Zay? Um, for me, I've I've been focusing on basically my ball handling and my shooting. Just try to like expand my game to the wing, because those are like the biggest the biggest weaknesses in my game right now. So. You know, if I if I expand that, I'll probably I have more opportunities to play because, you know, on defense, I feel like I can guard like any position. So it's going to allow me to like expand my game and play on the wing or offenses, too, as well. So. Yeah, um, just kind of add on that also my ball handling as well, um, but also just point guard, all point guard skills, really. Um, in high school, I was a like a scorer and all everything I did on the on the ball, off the ball, on the dribble was all looking to score. So now that I have players that I'm coming in who have been here, um, players that I'm coming in with that are in my same class who are just as good as me, um, like like Pat just said, you have to find a role. And if and as somebody who's a guard, you have to know how to get your teammates involved and be able to find a way to make your teammates better. And that's one thing that I've been working on ever since I got to campus. What do you guys feel like as like right now going in that you feel like you have to improve in, uh, or not improve in necessarily, but based on maybe what you've been told by former teammates or coaches, like that you're going to have to adjust to the most from the high school game to the college game. I would say really 
just come in with the right mindset. Um, I think that's the biggest advice that I've, I've been given um, since I got here and before up, um, coming up to getting to campus. Um, just come with the right mindset. Don't come in thinking that anything you did in high school matters because it doesn't. And once you get here, just put your head down, be ready to work and just always carry that that mentality and that mindset every day with your practice and every day on campus, really. Um, Tell on that, for me, one thing is um, just like the speed of the game, you know, like everybody always talks about like the, the drop off between the speed of the game when it comes from high school to college. So that's one thing I've been looking forward to seeing. You know, just the same thing with the mentality, you know, so, like since I'm a freshman, you know, sometimes it might not be going my way, I might not play. So I'm just always going to try to keep a positive mindset and stuff like that. Yeah, I was going to say the speed of the game is what came to my mind because I feel like I, I've heard a lot of people mention that, but I also like Zay's answer as well. Um, I also feel like just from my own, just from I, and I don't know if it's just because the beginning of the season, this always happens so much, no matter what year you are, but I, I always feel like um, when first years come in, that like the fa- like the rules as to what you can and cannot do to constitute a foul is like such an adjustment because you're so used to playing one way for so long and then all of a sudden it's like some so, not all but some freshman first years rookies they come in and they have a hard time adjusting to the rules and they start they foul a lot at the beginning of the game and they get in foul trouble so I feel like that that's nodding on agreement <laughs> yeah i just think like when you're in high school the refs aren't very good they're a little better so again you know we know that there hasn't been really phased activity on campus but we know that you guys have been you know getting in volunteer voluntary workouts and stuff you guys have been play able to play a little bit together um in playground on playgrounds and in some gyms and when you can get in there and it's safe to do so so how is the chemistry building between you guys and the upperclassmen and how has that kind of been in the fall and these early part of the spring semester? Uh, what think, you got? Oh, go ahead, Pat. Yep. I was just going to say, I just got here. I wasn't here in the fall. So I was, I just got here a few weeks ago. I think it's been great so far. Like getting to know everybody, everyone's super nice. And it's, I feel like I'm already a part of the team and I only been here for a few weeks, which is awesome. Zay and, uh, Zay and Josh, do you guys, I think we we talked with uh, some. I don't think it was with a basketball team, but they said they had like a freshman only chat. Do you guys have something like that? Yeah, we do. But I mean, we talk in the the team chat all the time. Um, go back to your question, Mike, about like playing pickup. Since me and Josh have been here during the fall, um, ever since the beginning, it's always been super competitive. Um, it's always been a kind of almost kind of like a practice feel, you know, and just guys just taking the standard that they have in practice throughout the season and everything and just trying to teach us in the best way they can right now how to apply it and we play pickup and we work out we take those principles and we try to um execute them to the best ability and I feel like it's it's helped me and Josh um I'll let him speak for himself but I feel like it's helped me um really just get better and really kind of get acclimated to how things work even though we haven't been practicing but um, just kind of the culture and like the identity of it, um, you can, you catch on really quickly, especially with guys that are like really um, showing you like the guys we have that are older. Um, they're really adamant on, you know, just making sure like we know what's 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 coming up and how serious we need to be. So, no, I definitely agree. You know, going over that like just the workouts in the like 
meet everybody there was all super helpful and it was all like super commendable that they took everything into kind of like their own own hands just to kind of take us under the wings and help us get better especially like especially like the seniors who aren't going to be here next year that that took the time just to like help us get better just for the program so and I'm sure getting those you know whatever reps you can get in is gonna be helpful I mean there's gonna be times when a play breaks down and if you know you know what one person is going to cut and it's going to make things easier when you get into game-like situations. So um, have the other guys kind of told you what to expect from a Jim Engels practice, you know, any tips so you could be ready on day one, whenever that comes. I feel like this is going to be good based on the reaction while you were asking the question. Um, no, for sure. Definitely. Um, they definitely tell us to be ready. He's a super intense guy. Um, my man, I guess we, we can get that. Like just off the Zoom call that we have every week, we can tell how coach is kind of a, to me, it's kind of funny because I mean, I've always had coaches like that and I've always had really, really, really hard coaches that always push me hard. So it's just something that I'm familiar with now. So, but um, I'm really eager and excited to get to practice and get ready to work because whenever you have a coach that's pushing you that, that hard and a coach staff that's pushing you that hard, then they really just want to see you do good. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, like, I know, I know he's he's very intense. I've always grown up with like intense coaches and stuff. So I just want to see kind of like from my own eyes how intense he is and like just not off of other people's opinions, you know. So and they also like told us like just like have a good mentality because you know, especially with how intense he could get, it could be very hard like mentally and stuff. So you gotta appreciate the dry humor though, too, when it when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> when it happens. There's gonna be he's gonna catch you so off guard. You know, there's going to be like some really intense moment going on and then he's going to say something that is just meant to like break the tension and it's going to be so dry and he's not going to crack a smile or anything when he says it and you're not going to know how to react. Great. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump yeah. in ahead of Pat, but. Oh, I, um, I don't know. I think most, I mean, I've played college basketball already. So I think, I don't know how much different it could be. Maybe just different drills, but. I'm excited for like the new experience of like learning under new new coaches for sure because you can learn anything or like different things from different coaches, you know. So, well, my two cents from the sports information angle is donut pivots and two hand passes. You guys can do those things. <laughs> Be a lot less whistles. <laughs> Practice will go a little bit faster. <laughs> so. Want to go back to your, your pickup games and anything? Is there anything that you can share that's been either really funny or like something that stuck out stuck out from you, like a great play that's happened, or either one of those things, or both? If you want to, if you can or want to share. You want to tell me, Dad? <laughs> nah, you say. <laughs> nah, um, it's one one particular um, day come comes out and just everybody was just super competitive, and. Me and Josh were on the same team. And me and Josh, we spent a lot of time together, like off campus and everything. So we talk about like being intense, talking trash, all of that, all the time. And it just got super intense one day. Um, we're just talking trash. Me and him just talking trash to whoever. It was just, it was super fun because you just got the best out of everybody. And it was just a good, it was just a good run. So I think that day, that that day, um, I think about that when I think about picking up with the guys. Explain. Because I feel like there's an art to talking trash where you're not like, yeah, like you're trying to get on people's nerves, right? But like you said, it kind of brings out the most competitive side and the best in people and like makes everybody better. So like, how do you walk that line? It's where you're like, 
it's also got to be a little different when you're trash talking your actual teammates versus right. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but like, like, I guess with me and Josh can speak on it, but like, I don't really when I'm trash talking and we're playing pickup. Whether you're my teammate or you're someone I'm just playing the fight, it's, it goes the same way. Because especially like, I guess like coming in and just like working out with the guys and everything, it's fun. But when you really get to see like how people play when they're upset at you and when they want to come at your neck. And I enjoy seeing that because 90% of the trash talk is really for yourself. And then the other 10% or 5% is to like at them. And then the extra five is if you're really getting under their skin to get under even more. So that, that's how it is for me. I just look at it as super fun and competitive and then some stuff we can laugh about afterwards. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, it's no drop off when I'm talking trash to like my teammate or a competitor because at the end of the day, like at the time, we're all the same competitor. But for my teammates, I like, I, I want to say I talk trash a little bit more just because just because I want to get, it's, it's more fun. And it, and it, it kind of like ticks you off more when it's coming from your teammate than like somebody you don't know. So, and I, I kind of just like getting under people's skin too. Like once I find something and like to make somebody tick, I'm going to just keep going back at it and try to make them crack. Well, I guess I just, I will, I'm not going to let Josh know me too well after hearing all that. <laughs> Pat, you talk a lot of trash too. Or you, you let your game do the talking. It yeah, like, doesn't matter. Like, it's all the same. You just gotta put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, either way, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You just let it roll off as you're out there getting rebounds, and yeah. you just you just put the put the blinders on, put the earplugs yeah. on. And... If someone talks to you, then you just laugh at them, and then they get upset. Yeah. <laughs> if they're talking trash to me, then there is a problem because I'm not the one out there scoring all the points. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's incredible great great response great response um something we something we like to ask everybody that joins us on the podcast obviously with uh times being like they are uh what are you guys doing uh are you doing anything different have you picked up any new hobbies uh during the pandemic like outside of basketball or something you kind of never saw yourself doing but with all this time at home or inside or wherever it is that you are that you've kind of picked up during this time Just more basketball. All right. Oh, I play a lot of golf. I play a lot of golf. There we go. Okay. I like to play golf. There you go. Al okay. injures himself when he plays golf. Oh, we like to bring that up every time too, as well. We what like you to say? bring that up. He Mike likes. I. I. Uh, I so last summer, God, I got to stop bringing this up on our podcast. But last summer, <laughs> everybody I, uh, knows except for everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, right. Last summer, I rolled my ankle uh, walking, oh, playing golf. Stepped in, you know, rolled the ankle, fell, sprained the ankle, broke the wrist on the fall. It was oh. a whole. It was a whole deal. Out for like three months. Came back though. Redeemed myself. First place How I golfed. You? First place I golfed after that. That same golf course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't tell people that you just yeah in fairness he wasn't i made him talk about it again <laughs> he did. i didn't want to talk about it i didn't want to talk about it it's okay pat i'm not i'm not trying to be an athlete over here <laughs> how about you that's josh? right now now i let josh know me too well so I, next time he sees me he's gonna <laughs> now i know what's coming now i know what's coming um only thing for me i've just been watching more shows i've been watching a lot of a lot of drama Drama shows, stuff right. like that. That's it. What are you going with? What's on the queue? Oh, I got. I've been watching like 
Okay, lately I've been watching like Grey's Anatomy, Degrassi. Wow. Um, oh, throwbacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like I just like stuff with a bunch of drama filled, a lot of plot twists. All right. Um, for me, I guess. Well, the podcast started off solely as something to pick up during quarantine, but um, I would say ever since I got to campus, I've just been really big on um, fashion. I've been getting into that a little bit as well. Um, and I had this like, this this real like aspiration to like model. So like, I'm really trying to like, I'm really getting into that and like looking at like, like how to go about stuff like that whenever I want to do that. So yeah, I would say like modeling and fashion is something that I've like, I guess, gained an interest for. Mike, I think you know who's going to be on the uh, schedule poster next year, I guess. We'll see. Hey. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. That's not up to me, so. I know, I know, I know. We know, we know who wants to be on the schedule yeah. poster next year. Right, so, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, walk, I walk past every day, you see the one with like Randy and Abigail, and I'm just like, man. <laughs> that's great <laughs> yeah wait till you get guys get here we were able to do like our our little photo shoot day we, we we go big we go to the green screen we got you know motion on the the uh on the video boards and everything it's a lot of fun so one day <laughs> it will come coming it will <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. I guess one last question before we let you go. This is, you know, we're almost out of time. Everybody's got to get back to class and everything. Um, talk about some players that you grew up idolizing and as you try to model your games after. Pat, start with you. Oh, Kemba Walker. Wow, it's that's an hero. interesting one. Yeah? Yeah. UConn guy, yeah? My guy. Yeah, I played just like him, so it works. <laughs> It works when I, when when yeah <laughs> when yeah. I was when I was in when I was in college I got to I went to St. John's so Kemba Walker was at UConn yeah. while I was at while I was at St. John's but uh you know my my senior year I did I did watch St. John's beat Kemba Walker in UConn so yeah just gonna yeah, throw that out they there. got the bigger prize though <laughs> they did they did St. John's yeah. beat them in like the end of the regular season and then UConn won the national championship they didn't lose so, again, maybe. yeah no 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 <laughs> Josh, go, we'll go to you next. Um, for me, Pascal Siakam, that's my guy. Yeah. I always be saying that's my guy. People don't believe I play like him, but, you know, I play like him. That's my boy. <laughs> does, uh, who, does anybody else agree with you or just you? I heard it from like two <laughs> I'll give it to you. I've heard it from a couple people. So. All right. No. Um... But now, nah, um, for me, I grew up like watching like a lot of like throwback players. So like, obviously, like Michael Jordan, um, Mitch Richmond, Tim Hardaway. Uh, my favorite player, um, is my favorite player is Dwayne Bacon, which is like a, a like under radar player. He plays for the Magic, but I've been a fan of him since he was since he was in high school. So that's that's my favorite player on like in the NBA, but. Somebody I would model my game after. Um, I don't really know. Um, I never really like looked towards like NBA players to model my game after. Mm -hmm. But but those are like my favorite guys to play. Uh, nice. My favorite guys to watch. Yeah. Very cool. Mike, what about you? 
What do you model? Who do I model my game after? Yeah. Well, my favorite player growing up was Dirk. I wore 41 okay. Dirk. I could see you he, being Dirk. So basically, like, well, here's the thing. When I was playing in the early 90s, there was no such thing as a stretch four. Like, big, I was, I was this tall in seventh grade, guys. So, like, I was basically very similar to Pat. Get rebounds, stand under the basket, stay out of the way type thing. How tall are you, Mike? Three. I was like, yeah, 6'3". Yeah, I was 6'3 in seventh grade. I thought I was going to go be seven feet and play in college and stuff. Just didn't. Even in D3, there's not much uh, use for a 6'3 center. So basically <laughs> all I can do. Um, so don't yeah. let Mike fool you, though. Don't let Mike fool you. I you, okay should see him on the, you should see him on the intramural court. Yeah, sometimes I get out there. I try not to he does. Myself. He does. That's all I try to do at this point. Just don't hurt myself. But yeah, <laughs> I saw a seven-footer shooting threes, and I was like, I'm playing in the wrong era. Like that's that's just like <laughs> so Dirk was my guy. I didn't model my game after that, but I, I actually did try to model my game after Larry Johnson when he was on the Knicks. Oh, my point guard that Larry Johnson would always do this thing like catch the ball in the post, and the point guard or the shooting guard would like come down and he'd either hand it off or fake the handoff and do like a, a drop step to the hoop. And we tried to do that in high school, it didn't work. Just epic fail. <laughs> That's enough of my high school stories. You guys will get more maybe next no, week. No, that's really what the people are here to listen to, yeah. I think. So <laughs> I digress. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. It's great. Great to get to know, for everybody to get to know you guys. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you on campus uh, really soon. So everybody stay safe. Uh, once again, this was Josh Odunobu. Uh, I butchered that. Wow. Odunobu. I'm going to get it right. Uh, so once again, this is jo Josh Oduwon. Oh, wow. I'm just going to. We're keeping it. We're keeping all this. We're keeping Odunowu. all this. Josh Odunowu, yep. Zay McLean, and Patrick Harding. That's who we just spoke to. That, hey, that guys. Who we just to. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for saving me, Kyle. No problem. I love it. Uh, I just wanted to keep all of that. So that's why I jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. SID screwed up names. So um, anyway. I wanted to keep it. We're keeping it. It's, that'll do it for this week's episode of Inside Columbia Basketball. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next Friday with a brand new episode. So come back to Twitch or catch us on all the major plat podcast platforms. Uh, for Kyle Matrician, I'm Mike Kowalski. We'll see you next week. Wow. Sorry for butchering. And we're out. That's fine. Yeah.